Welcome to Hope Ahead, a journey of infertility. My name is Naomi Ripstein. And this is Ryan Ripstein. And this is our story and struggle of trying to conceive. We hope and pray that by sharing our experiences and trials, we will bring glory to God, awareness to infertility, and also be encouraging to others. And just a reminder, this is our story and it personal experiences. We are not offering medical advice. Well, we hope you enjoy the discussion and thanks for listening. Hi, and welcome back to Hope Ahead, episode 18, as we continue our Advent series. And this week we will talk, be talking about joy. Um, so, so far we've covered hope, peace, and like I said, now we're on to this joy. And then joy. next week will be love. That's right. right. Go ahead and have you open us up. Sure. Dear, thank you for today and thank you for watching over us, keeping us safe this Christmas season. Just everybody in a rush and hustle to get things done before vacation at work and different things like this. We just ask that you be with us uh, in this conversation that we're about to have and help us to have the right uh, heart set and mindset Help us with the right words to convey what you would have those here that are watching and listening. We thank you for those that are watching and listening. Uh, we just ask you to bless them uh, with this podcast podcast, and in their day. And all these things we pray in your name. Amen. Amen. So, I was like, you want to go ahead and lead in? Yeah. Sure. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> either way. We've got to work out our Unscripted. That's right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, just kind of a refresher what Advent is. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't seen the last couple of episodes, um, just the high level of Advent is the coming or the um, expectation of what's coming. So for the Christmas season, it's remembering back at the first coming of Christ and then as Christians remembering or not remembering, but uh, thinking forward. forward to the yeah. expectation of Christ's second coming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then with that, uh, James chapter 1 verse 2 says, Consider it all joy, my brothers, when you encounter various trials. So kind of what we're leading into now is... Using this Advent and these characteristics and these attributes or qualities of the Advent season towards our journey of infertility. Right, right. So particularly, you know, this trial that we're going through... Mm -hmm. Um, but really, you know, any trial, right? And that's kind of what we've been touching on too through the through this kind of mini series, like we call it, is you know these things apply to all of our life, mm-hmm. right? Not just the situation, and just but because you're followers of Christ doesn't mean that you won't have difficulties. Difficulties right? at all, right? Mm-hmm. And like so, like you were saying, you know, followers of Christ, we persevere through the trial, but it's mm-hmm. not by us, but by God's grace and mercy and love and support mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we're able to do this. Um, so uh, joy is the thought of true contentment based on faith. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, happiness is more of this thought of like maybe a false or supersti- su- superficial, <laughs> my words aren't working today, <laughs> superficial emotion dependent right. on circumstances, you know. Yeah, and so we'll go into now um, talking about with joy. Um, Often, I feel myself personally, so even just thinking about this attribute or quality is something maybe that I would be struggling with in this infertility journey. 
of joy, but that doesn't mean that's the same thing as happiness. So I kind of did some lookups. We have like our Advent devotional that had some comparisons of joy and happiness. And then also I did like a Google search, right? Just for different things. And, And it brought up some just different references, even in scripture. So joy is like an attitude that can be confused in ha- with happiness. So, cause both involve pleasure and emotions. So joy and happiness bring into those into play, but joy is the product of someone great, like a higher power such as God, right? And it's to feel glad and to feel delight. It's a long lasting state of being, so it's everlasting. So that's yeah. another quality attribute to Christ. I mean, he's our everlasting God, right? And so in a sense, it's what he did in his sacrifice for us, right? Yeah. Yeah, like what we were talking about a little while ago where, yeah, there's the emotions that kind of come with the kind of just the the emotions that evokes when you hear the word joy and Mm -hmm. kind of what it means to people. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely feelings, you know, pleasurable feelings and emotions that accompany that but I think like the joy we're talking about more you know of course that's the Google definition mm-hmm. right but the, the joy that we're talking about more is this attitude mm-hmm. and state of mind state of heart right kind of this choice that we make mm-hmm. more than the feelings of joy right right but because even in those that's choices probably, you can get that pleasurable emotion right? that's right yeah so i think that's I think, just like the tie-in right yes i would say joy definitely is accompanied by happiness mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but not necessarily all the time mm-hmm. right and yeah. you can still be joyful and not happy which is right. what we're kind of getting so still but i mean still in the lines with joy so mm-hmm. it's a divine feeling right, right? and kind of in comparison so happiness is based on circumstantial emotions so yeah based on does ryan do the dishes and the laundry for me oh that mm-hmm. makes me so happy but if he doesn't then am i not she's happy? so joyful that, I, that we're she, married yeah. i'm joyful that we're married <laughs> um but also that happiness can be fleeting because it is dependent on other people and yeah. circumstances so if something goes the way you want you get that positive pregnancy test And then it's also Mm -hmm. like, oh, no, just kidding. It's a negative or, oh, um, fortunately you lose it in a miscarriage, right? I mean, so happiness in the moment can all depend on like what else is going on in the moment and how it continues, right? It's a worldly feeling versus the divine feeling of joy that God gives us. And I liked it. It kind of mentioned in this Google search that it was like the word joy. And I don't know if it entirely means even with like rejoice, but I think it's joy or joyful is mentioned in the Bible, depending on what version, roughly 300 times, whereas happiness is mentioned about 30 times. Right. So there is a lot more. Um, There's definitely a difference, right? A, a even scripturally, yeah, more like is the way given it's applied. To, to yes. joy and what it really is. Right. versus just happy, happy in like the state of being, right? right? Um, so I thought that was really cool just to have those two in comparison, mm-hmm. you know, because as a woman, um, I can get this happy, like I said, happy and joy confused in this fertility world because I'm sad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I like to think of it in this way that I find that I am joyful in God that because even though I don't understand everything, 
I know he is working everything out for our good and I know that he is loving us through these hard times and so I do take joy in that because mm -hmm. I'm so glad I have him you know I'm glad that um, he gave me this man right here you know and so I'm not happy about our situation and our infertility and this continued struggle that we mm -hmm. continue to deal with like on a day by day month by month mm -hmm. you know appointment after appointment right but there's joy in who Jesus is and how he saved me and that in the end after all this crazy stuff here on earth I get to be with him mm -hmm. so um like James 1 2 right James 1 2 where it was like consider it all joy with these trials so I'm not happy about these trials but I do find joy in the sense that God is walking through these trials with us, right? right? Because we are um, choosing to do that with him. He's always there, right? Right. But he allows us to make that choice. And so I am so glad that in that choice, we can have that joy through the Holy Spirit, you know, right. walking with him through this. So, right. Um, and I guess that's just even kind of a, a challenge to you guys. Like, how are you finding joy in your current circumstances of whether you're like us, you've been waiting a long time, whether it's been a short time, you know, whether you're dealing with other family situations or just some really depression during this holiday season, right? Mm -hmm. So I would really just challenge you to find joy in the way that God intended you to find joy. Right? Yeah. It, um, it makes me think of, I can't think of a specific reference, but where you see, um, those situations where, you know, maybe kids or even, you know, adult kids or whoever, where they're complaining about something over right. and over and it's like, oh, this is everything about their day, this and that, and, and nothing's going right. And whoever it is, parents, friend, somebody, somebody wiser, <laughs> will, will kind of chime in and say, okay, you can complain about those, but for every thing you complain about try to good. try to come up or with something right? good about yeah. that situation or just in your life right yeah. to kind of balance it because and I think that's really where the choosing joy presents itself yeah right because how are you going to be joyful about right a hard situation <laughs> yeah. right but if that's all you're focused on, right. it's very difficult. Right. But I think what God, the relationship with God helps us do is to get out of our own heads mm -hmm. about that situation and say, okay, it's, if it was just that, yes, mm -hmm. this would be really tough, but it's not just that, right? Mm -hmm. We have all these things. So kind of like to go off of uh, what you were saying, you know, I'm, I'm definitely sad about the current situation of infertility struggles mm -hmm. that we that we go through, um, but I'm happy when we get new information mm -hmm. and new insights, and that helps us become healthier, right? Mm -hmm. um, and you know, make progress towards God's will for us, whatever that is, right? We're like day by day, we're getting closer to that, whatever mm -hmm. it is, right? We don't always know. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm happy to be able to love and care for and and encourage and support Naomi through this and in our, and in our marriage and things like that. And then there's a contentness, right? I'm content 
in this time in our lives because like we said, if I focus just on the thing that makes me sad, that's difficult. But if I take my whole life and all the blessings and, and the balance of everything as together, you know, I can find contentment in what I have mm -hmm. and not, you know, strive for, you know, keeping up with the Joneses, so to speak, right? right. All these things that take joy from our, our lives, right? Mm -hmm. So I can be content in all that. And then I am joyful in the peace that God gives me to be able to be in the moment and the peace that he gives me in his promises. Right. Right. And these kind of things. So, yeah. So, I mean, he was just kind of talking about like finding the joy in the moment and like stating them even out loud. Like, what mm -hmm. are you joyful and thankful and grateful about when you're dealing with the sadness and hurt and depression and loneliness, right? So I know we've talked about this in like the previous episodes and everything about Christmas time brings up a lot of emotions, you know, um, good, some good, some really good ones, but then it's always just makes you think of family and being together and the specialness of the holiday season. And, you know, and then you see things on social media, which can be really sweet, but also make you, um, maybe a little bit jealous in that. And that's where this next point kind of goes is that state, Satan wants to steal our joy during this season. Yeah. He wants to isolate us or help validate our emotions of this sadness, anger, loneliness, jealousy. Yeah. And like, yes, you are right to think that way. And yeah, yeah how yeah. dare they have that not you. God really um, doesn't love you the same that he loves them, you know? And, yeah, and, and he's good. He is very at good. At his job. He's very good, yeah. And he's been doing it a long time. Yeah. He's and practiced. so the scripture for that is John 10, 10, where it's like the thief comes only to steal, yeah. kill, and destroy. But I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Hmm. So God intends for good, whereas the devil does not, right? Mm -hmm. Um you want to talk about the Habakkuk? Sure. Yeah. Habakkuk. Habakkuk. <laughs> um, it will be on your screen if you're, yeah. <laughs> if you're wondering how to spell it. But chapter 3, verses 17 through 19, uh, it talks about how things aren't going as planned, but yet we still rejoice because God is with us, mm -hmm. right? And so the scripture is, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He enables me to tread on the heights. Yeah. And um, when we were reading that scripture earlier, it really appreciated the reference, the heights, right? Because the author then is describing in my brain, mountains, cliffs, where it's rocky, uneven terrain. The paths are really narrow, but God designed deer and goats and stuff with these specific paws and their design is beautiful in him that he can guide them and keep them stable on these cliffs, you know, get away from predators and everything like that. So why wouldn't he do the same thing for us? Yeah. Right? And if you're, if you've ever seen videos of like yeah. the nature videos of the goats running around on the pretty sheer yes. like, cliffs. And so it gives you just such a great visual amazing. of, um, why wouldn't he help us in our yeah. physical and spiritual terrain of rocky, uneven, narrow paths right. that we are trying to follow because we're trying to follow after him. So, you know, and we will have trials, yeah. those rocks jutting up in our path, 
could throw us off, but God's got his steadying hand there if, mm-hmm. you know, if we'll let him, because mm-hmm. uh, he just wants us to walk close with him, you know, because he will be the one to sustain us. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that's mostly, I guess, what we have for joy uh, yeah. this week in that Short sense. and sweet. Yeah. But still in relation, you know, and I, I hope and pray for myself and, you know, for Ryan mm-hmm. and for you guys that we are really um, looking to apply these qualities and these attributes that is given to us in this season of Advent. So, I mean, this doesn't need to just be a seasonal thing, right? It's like this should continue on into the new year. And, I mean, I hope that I'm held accountable because doing this series has made me really look back and, like, check myself to be like, am I demonstrating hope? Am I demonstrating peace? Am I demonstrating joy? You know, and allowing God to do that through me, Mm -hmm. right? And looking for the positives of all the things that he has done this Mm -hmm. past year. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, so we hope we'll come back next week for the last of the Advent series, which is on love. Mm -hmm. Um, But for now... I'll go ahead and close this out. Close this out. Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you again for this discussion and for um, the beautiful meanings behind all these wonderful um, scriptures and words that lead to these qualities of Advent. Lord, I just pray protection over uh, Ryan and myself and over all our viewers and listeners, Lord, that they would just continue to draw close to you and that you would um, help them keep their focus on you and that their thoughts and um, hearts wouldn't go astray to just darker times, Lord, that you would just continue to provide the light for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Thanks.